0: Hey, my name is Innocent Maginga and you're listening to the Learnability Podcast. For individuals seeking growth, we've created this open-ended exploration into our ability and desire to learn. I guess you could call it a combination of what we know and how we learn. So in conversation with individuals, either speaking from experience, belief or science, we seek to find answers to how to navigate and win in this information age. It's probably curiosity that leads you to listen to this podcast. I know it's curiosity that drives me to create it. So our goal is to explore ways we can monetize on this superpower labeled curiosity and dive deeper into how to navigate and win in this information age. Your spontaneous thought might be that curiosity is quite a mundane or insipid subject. And you're right in the fact that it's part of basic heritable characteristics. The premise of this platform is that these traits are the most important to study so that we can further our understanding of our behavior and make some proactive choices in our pursuit of achieving personal fulfillment.
1: I just love the idea and... It fits so nicely into who I am and definitely who I want to be and what I want to be associated with. Like, I'm so interdisciplinary as a person. Like, for me, to actually connect people, um, cross borders, both when it comes to people and topics, and, you know, that's that's where I want to be. And, and that's still my feeling. Like, uh, it's been so tough at times to actually make it... Um, we have so grandiose ambitions and we, we had like huge ambitions from the start. Um, we, we made it into like one of Sweden's largest innovation conferences in global from from, start, from scratch.
0: That's amazing.
1: I know, and we had like 1500 participants last year. So <laughs> so we're not doing the bean thing, no. if you know what I mean. <laughs> and it's been tough at times, but I still feel like this is where I want to be and I really want to be part of building the long term.
0: We've learned more about the human brain in the past 10 years than we've ever known. But we're still in the process of converting this science into applicable knowledge. What's your IQ score? Intelligent quotient tests are indicators of something, but we still haven't defined intelligence. So how much should we lean on these indicators? How do they help the average individual in our day-to-day quests? And what do they really tell recruiters about an individual's potential? The popularization of emotional intelligence quotients, EQ or EI, by Daniel Goleman through his book Emotional Intelligence, Why It Can Matter More Than IQ, gave us a more diverse representation of general intelligence since it took to account our social, emotional, and moral abilities. A great indicator of interpersonal skills and self-awareness, which is useful, but far from the full picture. So where do we go from here? What are forward-thinking companies of this modern era looking for? What are the most successful entrepreneurs repeatedly accrediting their success to? LQ, learnability quotient, is the measurement of one's desire and ability to learn. Although a relatively novel theory of intelligence, these dispositions are traits that all the forward-thinking companies of tomorrow are actively looking for in their employees. In conversations with individuals, either speaking from experience, belief, or science, we will curate the latest research, studies, curiosities, myths, technological developments, influential journeys, and much more to give us a diverse view of our abilities and desires. As far as we know, we humans are the only species able to be self-aware. Although this for the most part is a positive phenomenon, there are some downsides to the fact that this enables us to worry about the future. So we know the future exists, but we don't know what's going to happen in it or which part we will play. So I, I switched and finishing film school, I took half a year off I didn't do any film work. Okay. I directed some street performances, some circus. Mm. Um, and I went fully into because I hadn't.
1: I went fully into living a yogic lifestyle, quitting uh, all meat, alcohol, coffee. And um, so I'll try that. I'll try that. And that's what I'm still
0: doing. <laughs> From that, I'll try it out. Yeah. Till today. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying it out and it works uh, really good. It uh, continues to give me new positive challenges. In other animals, unpredictability or uncertainty can lead to heightened vigilance. So imagine kicking into survival mode at the first sight of fear. Fight or flight. But what's unique about humans is the ability to reflect on the fact that these future events are unknown or unpredictable.
1: Yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm not very optimistic, uh, to be honest, and uh, I think...
0: So uncertainty itself can lead to a lot of distress by keeping us in a constant survival mode, thinking it's flight or fight everything. It's sort of more sort of forceful, I need to get this done, short-term, goal-oriented things. So that's really simplifying it and looking at it from an evolutionary perspective. And to bring that into the information age of today, we could and probably will touch on the media climate, which some say on a broad scale capitalizes on this fact by feeding us with information that adds to this distress in order to monetize on our fear of the unknown. Delivering the news is a sacred responsibility. It's telling us the important things we need to know. It shouldn't be a race to the bottom over who can attract more eyeballs with titillation. If it is, let's just get it over with and show porn in the last segment. <laughs> we all constantly consume information, but the question is if we do it consciously, with set expectations, space repetition and analysis, for example, or if we're stuck in auto-consumption. Our brain is only 2-3% of our body mass, but uses 25% of our total energy. Are you feeding it with the right informational nutrition? Or do you suffer from infobesity? And how can you make sure that you retain more of the information you proactively choose to consume? Input equals possible output. It's really all about open-mindedness and asking the right questions and to get the right questions I would need all of you listening to get involved what are your thoughts questions, what myths have you heard about learning for now you can get in contact with me through my instagram at innocentmugenga that's I-N-N-O C-E-N-T M-U-G-E N-G-A To end this podcast is Jonathan Levy, live from the TED stage. What if schools taught us how to learn?
2: The way that we learn is broken. Okay, it's not quite broken, because broken would imply that it was working well to begin with. But it is inefficient, and it's ineffective, and it's really hopelessly outdated. I mean, sure, it's gotten us to where we are today, and with enough effort, it does get the job done. Sort of. But let's face it, the way that we actually learn new information has not changed since the advent of character-based writing systems. Now, at the same time, we're faced with exponentially more information than any generation ever to come before us. Now, on top of all of this information overload, our lives and our livelihoods have become inextricably linked to rapid and lifelong learning. Most of us will change careers at least a few times throughout our lives, and even if we don't, we'll be forced to grapple with an ever-growing body of knowledge in our respective fields. If you don't believe me, ask any doctor or any programmer just how much of their daily work revolves around innovations of just the last 10 years. So what if we could learn as rapidly as society progresses? If we could say, read a book or a new scientific publication over lunch and remember it with the same clarity that we remember our most vivid memories. Oh, that reminds me, did I mention that learning this way takes less effort and less time than the way we're doing it now? With so much time saved on the inescapable basics, the things that every child will have to learn, like language. Just imagine how much more time we'll have for creativity and divergent thinking and people skills and things that will actually make a difference in our children's lives and in their livelihoods. So what's the idea I wanna impart to you guys today? It's a simple one, really. What if, with all the learning future generations will be required to do, we actually taught them how to learn? What if instead of the rote memorization and the frustration that are so commonplace in our educational systems, we utilized fun and engaging techniques that harness the innate capabilities of our brains? Now, this isn't to say that there's no innovation happening in education, far, far from it. In fact, right now, as we speak, there's an initiative to fund and build schools where standing desks replace their seated counterparts. But these children will stand at their very forward-thinking desks, in their very forward-thinking classrooms, and they'll learn vocabulary words the same way their great-grandparents did. Since the 1950s, memory experts like Harry Lorraine and speed-reading experts like Tony Buzan have taught tens of millions of people how to learn more effectively, and yet I'm not aware of a single education system that's implemented a single class in learning practicum much less a series of classes that follow children through their education and through their intellectual development the same way that math or history or science do. Nowhere in the world are children learning to build memory palaces or dual encode their thoughts with visual symbols or to get rid of that voice when they read. With... Public school budgets constantly in jeopardy and ADD medications among the top prescribed and abused substances in the world. Shouldn't we find a better, less broken way to overcome this information overload? The techniques and strategies are out there and they can be taught to anybody in a matter of weeks or months. So let's do it. Let's teach everybody, young and old, not just what they need to learn, but also how they need to learn. If you ask me, our future depends on it. Thank you. Oh, yeah, by the way, don't forget to subscribe.
0: Thank you.